With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jim Tomei just hit a grand slam. It's six to five. The Yankees were up six to nothing. They were drinking and thinking and thinking and laughing and yelling and screaming and spitting and writing rude things on cardboard. And Cone had struck out his eighth in Manny Ramirez batter of the night. And he faces Tomei. And I think he jacked it into the upper deck. Here's the pitch to uh, Tomei. I mean, it was like an off-speed pitch. He jacked it. Unbelievable. How clutch is that? You're down. Six to one, and you have a guy step up and hit a G spot. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just saw. It's going to be a home run. You think they're rocking in Cleveland? Hey, if you're down, Brett, six to nothing, you got to be rocking. And there's another hit. Oh, they're hitting Cone now, but he gets out of it with a line drive out to left. But Tommy gets him back in it with a grand slam at six to five. Like I said, it was six to nothing. Cone's reaction to it was like, oh, man, I just got done. I just got done. I mean, I just got done. If you want to send us beer, go ahead. We'll get it around Christmas. We know that the dude that runs the um, mail room is on the take. He's stealing everything we get. We just know that that's true. We got him on the, we got him fingered on the rebound back door. We got somebody working undercover for us over there. Anderson's got this chick on the take and she's like infiltrating information and it just gives her like favors and stuff. And then it's like a spare tire situation. And then you got um, your information. I got it all for you tonight, including NFL news and notes and skinny. It's like a thick gook. And I also have, you know, my eye on this game for you. And then we're going to talk about uh, the Braves going with Glavin tomorrow night against Sterling Hitchcock in the game in Atlanta. Certainly, you're going to want to talk about that. There's a Thursday night NFL game. 
the Lions and the Packers from the Motor City, I believe. Is that where that game is? Red, isn't that game in Detroit? The NBA cancels the first two weeks of the season. You know, I kind of think that you know, it was like I said on Johnny Cochran's show, when you see your uh, leader of your union, as in AKA Patrick Ewing, reading his statement off, like they had to write it for him down. He couldn't go up there and just talk about the union's problems and the deal and where they are and everything. If you got a guy that has to read a statement, you got the wrong guy. He's reading off of this sheet. He's like, the league canceled regular season games because of uh, work stop it. I was sitting there going like, oh my God. Are you stupid or something? <laughs> the uh, situation is just bleak and there appears to be no end in sight. They're all doomed. <laughs> Five days of examining Mike Tyson's mind was enough to convince doctors that he's ready to at least fight Now he just faces a second fight to get the Nevada boxing officials to agree. What do you think the fans should happen to your good old friend, Iron Mike Tyson? I don't know. The Chargers fire their coach, Kevin Gilbride, and replace him with my buddy, June Jones showed up at my gigs barefoot. <laughs> Max, you already started working that angle? He'll come on. He's cool. He loves Pharrell. I never thought Atlanta should have fired him, but Dan Reeves is doing a good job down there. I think June Jones will do a good job in San Diego. I mean, better than Gilbride. Brett, uh, you're a Charger fan. Your reactions to the Kevin Gilbride tenure at San Diego. When he was first hired, I was thinking that, you know, they'd bring back offense like Coriel, but they've scored 20 touchdowns in 20 games with him. 20 touchdowns in 20 games. Count them. That is just, that is awful. I don't know if it's him, but it's got a lot to do with him. Well, remember uh, June Jones, didn't he do the, like, uh, June's fun and gun? Like a run and gun. He did all this stuff. He's wide open. He'll let, you know, I would think that he he's going to open Ryan Leaf up. Just here's the new game plan. Go deep. You know what I mean? Just here we go. 40 green, 40 green. Hud, hud. Hike deep. And just like. Were you already successful in that, Ann? You've already been examining the situation. We got Andy to turn on our uh, hockey ticket for the season. Right here, Vector. You gotta love that. Right here. 64. Throw me up. Uh, Out. I love it. Anyway, um, how about John Gruden, the Raiders coach, busted for speeding and driving erratically uh, when he was arrested after his team beat the Chargers by the CHP. He was booked at the Santa Rita jail for investigation of drunken driving and was released about three hours later. He's scheduled to appear in court on November 9th. Just what he needed. (laughs) Carolina cuts Kerry Collins as if you didn't know that was going to happen. The Chiefs trade for Bam Morris. 
They gave the Bears a fifth or sixth rounder and signed Morris through 2000, and they hope he doesn't sell dope. The Penguins file for bankruptcy. It's really just a deal to get a better lease with SMG properties in Pittsburgh at the Igloo. Penguins kind of got left out of the mix when the Pirates and Steelers talked about building new stadiums for themselves. I went through one of these firings, and now another. Phil and Tony Esposito today fired in a front office shakeup in Tampa after the worst record in the NHL last season. Today they got rid of Tony and Phil, the Hall of Famers. I saw them both get canned in Pittsburgh. We'll give you hockey scores. The Yankees are up 6-5, 800 bench, 2-9, and we'll go to the MCI Center where Jerry Coleman's watching hockey. Hope you're feeling all right on a terrible Tuesday. I'm Scotty Burrell with the crew. Brett Abbott, B.A. we call him. Max, Max Krasny and Anderson, Anderson Cowan. And any of Flanagan. Anyway, we're excited about not so much the Yankees ripping to their six to five lead on the Indians after Jim Tomei's grand slam. But I'm euphoric about uh, having our hockey uh, ticket turned on tonight. We just got our uh, center ice. We are like, we're all over that chick in that commercial. We're all over her, man. It's free for everybody the first week anyways, though, so. Oh. Oh. Way to spoil the frickin' birthday party there, cake miserable. You know, cake's thumb in the cake, you and yours. Jerry Coleman's at the MCI Center where the rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals went down between the Caps and the Red Wings. And I think it was the same type of story as last year in the Finals. I think Detroit won. Jerry, how are you? Pharrell, it's been a while. How you been? I'm cool, dude. Hey, what uh, was it? Is it like the same old story, Led Zeppelin, all that? It's deja vu all over again. Just like they did four months ago, the Red Wings walk off the ice here in the nation's capital. Winners, they just beat the Caps 3-2. to two. Uh, They took a one nothing lead in the first on a goal by Darren McCarty. Caps came back and tied the score early in the second. Peter Bondra, leading scorer for the Caps last few years, with his first goal of the season. But then the Red Wings exploded, turned it up a notch with two quick goals in less than two minutes from Brendan Shanahan and Doug Brown. That basically blew the Caps away, even though they cut the deficit to 3-2 on Craig Berube's goal in the third period. So the Red Wings walk out of here with their first win of the season. The Capitals with their first loss of the season. Hey, uh, Montreal beat Anaheim, and I know that uh, the Capitals opened the season against uh, Anaheim and beat the Ducks uh, one to nothing. Now, that was a sellout. Tonight was not a sellout. You know, they announced it as a sellout, but let's be real. There were thousands of empty seats here tonight. In fact, there were more Red Wing fans. When the Red Wings scored their first goal, we had some octopi on the ice here, and obviously that didn't come from the few cap fans that were here tonight, so it, it was not a sellout. Well, I don't know if you know this, Jerry, but um, it was 6 to nothing Yankees, and then Tomei hit a grand slam. You know, that, that couldn't make me happier with the Capitals losing tonight. Anything bad that happens to New York, I'm in favor of. 
All right. Are you going down to pick fights with players and stuff? Yeah, we're going to hear from a couple of angry ones. Unbelievable. Jerry Coleman's on a pace unequal by his peers at the always empty-seated MCI Center for hockey games. We'll hear from him down in the clubhouse from the locker room with uh, Jerry Coleman later. 800 Bench 2-9. I really can't believe the baseball game at all, that it was 6 nothing, and then Tomei hits a grand slam. I can't believe that Cone would make that mistake, really. I mean, don't you just have to root for Cleveland at this stage to make this game, uh, to win it and go 7? I mean, isn't that what it's all about, essentially? And aren't you rooting for a 7-game series to go with the Padres and Braves? Or are you thinking San Diego in Game 6 tomorrow night Glavin against Hitchcock. All right, here's a couple of guys that want to argue about college football. Matt is in uh, down by, he's getting it off Tallahassee, Gulf 104 FM. And then uh, I think he's in Georgia, though, like right across, like in Valdosta. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going? What's happening? Not much. Just wondering about that LSU Tigers. Yeah, they just up with their defense. What's Tim Couch going to do with them this weekend? You know, I would think that, you know, no one's been able to stop Couch from moving the football and scoring. I think they're, you know, you can count on Kentucky to score, move the ball, get 450 yards and three or four touchdowns. LSU might be able to take a couple of those touchdowns away. This game's going to be more like, if you ask me, 24-20 type thing. I don't even know if LSU can handle Kentucky. I saw LSU puke against Florida, right? Yeah, that was terrible. They had so many close close plays that they could have won the game, and they have offsides here and, and drop passes, interceptions, callback touchdown. I think at this point, the only thing left for them is the Notre Dame game. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Swanee. 
is not the Swami. Hey, what's going on there, Scotty? Hey, Swanee. Hey, I just uh, need to know a little bit about the Pac-10, you know? I need to know what's going on this weekend, and I want to quack my ducks again. I called you last time, and you thought I was talking about some hockey or something. Yeah, I remember that I freaked out, and I, I thought know. you were talking about the wrong team. Well, I'm just trying to get my ducks touted, you know? Hey, they're, I mean, let's face it. I had them last week, and they... Uh, what did they? They went into Pullman and just did Washington State. I mean, we've been having them down here, my buddy and I, and we've just been raking in on them. But we've also been raking in against the Beavs. Yeah, and well. What do you think about Arizona coming in and but just. But the Beavs covered last week. But, but Arizona should rebound well and just wax the Beavs. I mean, I think that's got to be your lock of the week, personally. Well, yeah, Arizona. But, I mean, what about the UCLA Duck game? Tell me about this Duck team. Well, this Duck team's got speed. But, you know, a lot of guys from California, so they're going to go and play in front of a lot of home family and stuff like that. So you, I don't know. It, that's a tough call. I like the 12. I like the 12 a lot. Really? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I want to know about that Arizona. I don't, you know, i got to well, hear what you I, you know, I'll start hitting them tonight. I, I just saw it uh, for the first time here when I walked in. All right. I've looked at a couple of the games. but I mean, seven and a half in Corvallis, and Arizona's going to rebound well. So I just wanted to throw that out to you folks. Yeah, and I, I saw that one, and then I'm looking at some of these other ones. Like USC, Washington State, interesting. Purdue, Penn State, interesting. Purdue's been coming so close, but I still think Penn State will beat them. I think Florida will do Auburn. Florida State's not going to, you know, I don't know. I don't think they beat Clemson by 29, but Clemson is so erratic. And Miami of Ohio will win. Ohio State will win. It's the same thing as uh, what they did this week. They're laying 36. They won by 41. I, You know, Minnesota, though, did cover against Penn State. They were getting 17. They lost by 10. I like Vatek to cover against Temple. Uh you know, Nebraska, I think, will definitely rebound off of their puke job. I can't imagine their practices this week. I like Missouri over Oklahoma. Wisconsin over Illinois and Champaign. That number might be drastic at 20 and a half. But they are way better than Illinois. And remember, the, the last time Wisconsin didn't cover was against Indiana. Indiana's home to Iowa. They'll probably beat Iowa in Bloomington. This uh, Randall L. is a hell of a quarterback. He's fun to watch play. There's some other games that will hit, but Georgia Tech can beat Virginia. You know, Georgia Tech's unbeaten in the uh, conference, in the ACC. I mean, they're going for the conference title. They just destroyed NC State this past weekend. I think they scored 47 on them. Hey, what's up, man? Pharrell, we're everywhere. In other words, we're on everywhere, and that means everywhere. And so you just need to know that so that you can understand why uh, sometimes we just kind of talk about everything. We just talk about whatever the fans want to talk about, wherever you are. Bring it. Montreal beat uh, the Ducks 1-0, Detroit 3-2 over the Caps. Shanahan, Doug Brown, and McCarty, the power play goal. The Yankee-Indian game really is a terrific game, game six. Brett, is that, uh, it's six to five in the bottom of the sixth. And Cone is out. I think they brought in Mendoza. And the Indians couldn't get anything off of him. And Lofton uh, couldn't get it done. And he was the third out. He grinded out to Knobloch. And Enrique Wilson also grounded out. He grounded out to short. They didn't have anybody on. Uh, Nashville leads Carolina 3-2 on the ice, and the Stars are up 2-1 on the Blackhawks. 
I'm watching that game for you. Toronto and Edmonton are in the second. It's uh, about 11 minutes to go in the second period. one nothing. Toronto leading the Oilers. I guess the big story is NBA cancels the first two weeks of the season, and the Chargers fire Kevin Gilbride, and the NHL Tampa Lightning fire GM Phil Esposito and his brother Tony, the director of hockey development, and... Kerry Collins got dumped in Carolina, and Bam Morris is in Kansas City now, and Mike Tyson is depressed but fit to fight. And the UCLA-Miami football game has been rescheduled for December 5th in Coral Gables. Sean is up on the bench in Chattanooga. Hey, brother. Hey, dude. First time calling here. Good hearing from you. Oh, here's an error. Here's an error. Unbelievable. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I was watching the game. There was an error at first base. Oh, yeah, I just seen that myself. Uh, I like Colorado giving five to Texas Tech. Colorado yeah. at home. Yeah, I thought, you know, they played well against Kansas State. They kind of uh, stayed in that game and had a chance. I mean, they had the ball. Uh, I think they were – Machete threw an interception, I think, right, in the last drive, and they lost 16-9. But yeah. uh, they didn't uh, – Kansas State didn't cover the – a 16 and a half. Uh, but Colorado's not that bad. I mean, Machete's interesting. He's fun to watch. They're a fast team, good defense. Especially at home, huh? And Texas Tech, of course, has Ricky Williams, great back. Right. Um, they're playing the game in Boulder. Yeah, they are. Well, then, you know, the bottom line is, is it's all about Colorado stopping uh, Ricky Williams. I think Colorado can win the game. Yeah, I think so. I like uh, A&M against Baylor giving six and a half. Where's that game? That's in Baylor. At Baylor. You know, that's where NC State went and, and lost. Had, yeah, I Had that. trouble there. Um, and let me see. I'm looking at some of these other ones. Um, is that, there's so many. There's 40 of them, so that's why I kind of go yeah. up and down. It seems like I'm – but A&M, boy, how will they react off of the uh, Nebraska win? I would think that they'll win the game. Yeah. I mean, they should – you know, if they know what's good for them, they'll just – see, they lost that opener, right? Yeah. And that was the uh, kickoff classic or pigskin classic, one of the two. Yeah, Florida State. Yeah, Florida State beat them, and everybody all of a sudden was saying Florida State was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, you know, A&M is playing solid football now. That's got to give them a ton of confidence. That's a uh, good two-team uh, two teaser, don't you think? That's I think it's a dangerous play uh, to see how A&M will come off of the upset yeah, on the true. road. Boy, I don't know how you get them up for that and lay six and a half. But they're better than Baylor. They should win that game by – uh, 15, screw the six and a half. And yeah. I think Michigan, uh, you know, will probably struggle at Northwestern much the way they did against Iowa and Iowa City. They won that game 12-9. They right. can't beat anybody by 15. You're right about that. All right. Jason in Gainesville. Hey, dude, for real? Hey. Hey, we're down here at Gator Country. We started getting you a couple months ago, and I really enjoyed the show. Kick ass. I got to tell you, man, I'm 21 years old. I'm a uh, Drunk. ninth straight year loyal New York Giant fan. I'm losing my hair. I mean, they, uh, you know, I think there should be a rule that if you play that bad on a uh, Sunday night or Monday night game, you shouldn't be allowed to play on there uh, for a year. Amen. Here's another error by the Indians in the inning. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I, I, you know, I think the Giants stink. They have no running game. They don't know what they want to do in the backfield. They have no passing game, but they have great receivers. They yanked Cannell out of the game. Uh, I don't even think that they did uh, 
you know, played special teams well. I thought Atlanta kicked their ass. They came out in the third, ran the football 90 yards down their throat. Well, you're asking me, when does this end? I sat in Tampa Stadium, or uh, excuse me, Raymond James Stadium last weekend, and, or two weeks ago. And, and they got beat up there, too. They got whipped. <laughs> I mean, they stink, dude. Without Jason Seahorn, they are uh, everything weak. They're, they're weak. Well, I, it's almost they, they just can't find an identity. I don't think it's the defense's problem. I, I just think when you play defense for 40 minutes a game, you're going to have some breakdowns. Now, I think that after the way they've played uh, the last two weeks, that they're a lock to win against Arizona on uh, Sunday at home. I think they'll win at uh, East Rutherford Sunday. I really do. I hope so. I, th- I think they will. I, good luck to you. 800 bench tonight to get in. The Yankees have a runner at second and Brocious. He got on with a bad throw at first and then a pass ball. Uh, The Indians are playing sloppy. They're going to give this game away. Anyway, Derek Jeter drove in a couple of runs. It's 8-5. Yankees. Unbelievable. They're not even out of the inning yet. They got Jeter at third. I don't know what the Indians are celebrating. Some guy got an out. The Yankees are going to win this game unless the Indians do something drastic with their bats. What, against Mariano Rivera? I don't think so. Nashville leading Carolina 3-2 in hockey. Dallas up on the Blackhawks 2-1. Toronto on a Gary Vault goal leads Edmonton 2-1. That The go-ahead goal there. Montreal beat Anaheim 1-0 in Detroit 3-2 over the Capitals in a rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals. NFL news today. Max gets it. He's got all the skinny. Edgar Bennett will start for the Bears, uh, as he has for the first six games. But this week, he'll play until he needs a rest. Uh, They want to see Curtis Enos run the football. They're not pleased at this point at his numbers dropping. Jerome Bettis had that MRI on his left knee yesterday. They said that he's going to be okay. He'll be able to play, and they're lucky at that. But I think that they get it easy now with the Ravens in, and they'll be 4-2. and two. But Jacksonville leads the division. But I think Jacksonville can get upset this week. Fred Taylor, of course, was forced to leave last night's game in the win over the Dolphins with a bruised shoulder in the third quarter. But his first run of the night was a 77-yarder for a touchdown. Vincent Brisby of the Patriots is going to miss four weeks of the season after breaking the index finger in the second quarter in their win over the Chiefs. Eric Green, of course, had a brutal injury, a punctured lung. He'll miss the game against the Steelers. He may miss up to three more weeks. And Jimmy Smith of the Jags left last night's game in the first quarter with a strained hammy. Um, they're really going to go day-to-day on that one. Kerry Collins was cut today. We'll see how uh, teams respond to that, and if anybody does. You'd think that somebody would rather do a deal for, like, a Jeff Blake, but Cincinnati's not stupid. They're keeping him around. I think that they're going to need him. Trent Dilfer appeared sharp and threw the ball without pain in practice yesterday and today after resting his separated shoulder during the bye week. And he looked good, and the ball was really coming off the hand well. Uh, Donald Hollis of the Raiders stinks. In his first start since 92, it'll be his last. He was horrid. I mean, the guy, Wade Wilson has got to be their quarterback. Hollis was 12 for 35 in the game. (laughs) He said it wasn't the type of game that he envisioned playing. 
He said you have to keep your head up, though. Rob Johnson, the quarterback of the Bills, was still in extreme pain today from the separated rib cartilage he suffered while being sacked in the early win over the Colts. Flutie got it done, and he'll continue to get it done because Rob Johnson's not going to play. Steve McNair just can't avoid the nagging injuries that um, can affect his game. He re-injured his right elbow in their win at Baltimore when he banged. uh, Remember, he cranked it up in the season over against Cincinnati, forced him to leave the game, and it really swelled up overnight, and his hip is better, uh, but he may be questionable for practice midweek, even late in the week. Uh, The elbow and hip injuries have made him wary of running, but he had a 40-yard touchdown run in Baltimore, which was a broken play. Warren Moon is hurting badly and is, I guess, going to miss at least three practices this week. In fact, the cracked rib might not allow him to play when the Seahawks take on the Chargers this week. Vinny. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn-up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Testaverde, is that next week? Vinny Testaverde of the Jets is the starter, it looks like, uh, next Monday night in New England. Testaverde has led the Jets to their only two wins, and Glenn Foley sucks. Mike Ditka said he's leaning towards starting Billy Joe Tolliver against the Falcons on Sunday at the Georgia Dome because uh, Tolliver relieved Danny Werfel with 5-10 left in the game in the blowout loss, but he just moved the ball and led them to their only legitimate drive that they had a chance to score. Eric Zier of the Ravens will remain the starting quarterback even though he failed to put a TD on the board against the Oilers. And, of course, Steve Berline is the man in Carolina. And, of course, he could be a, a snag for fantasy players with Collins gone. Berline has been installed and will start the remainder of the season, health pending. Um, the Yankees just scored again. It's 9-5. to five. Forget about Drew Bledsoe vows he's not going to get psyched out by Bill Parcells this year as he did last year when the Jets split two games with the Patriots. He said he let all the hype get to him and didn't do a good job of blocking it out. This time it'll be different. Anyway, Randall Cunningham has a history of playing big games against Washington. In 92, he rushed for 39 yards against the Skins. 
to pass Fran Tarkington as the all-time leading rusher at quarterback. In a game against Washington in 89, he set career marks for completions, passing yards, touchdown passes, five, and total yards from scrimmage, 453. By the way, Gus Farratt has his job back, of course, at least for now. His four-week benching ended in the second half against Philadelphia. I think he's going to be interesting to watch with that big number of 13 against the Vikings. The Raiders are holding out hope that Jeff George will be ready to play when the team hosts the Bengals on the 25th. But the Raiders have other problems with their coach getting busted for allegedly being drunk and everything else uh, after the Charger win. Eric Kramer leads the Bears with three lost fumbles, and his four interceptions last week gave him six for the year. But he's in no danger of losing his starting gig. And despite Ryan Leaf's three picks, giving him 10 in the past four games, he was benched in the third quarter. But with Gilbride getting fired, I think June Jones will go with Ryan Leaf and start working more deep stuff. June Jones, of course, had the open offense in Atlanta. Really almost unbelievable when you think about it. Omar Vizquel, one of these guys that, uh, you know, one day you see him uh, doing barehanded snags, never misses a beat. What is he, Brett? One of the best fielding shortstops ever. His throw caused that inning to his error. That was a horrible throw to Tommy. He threw it away. Roche just got on. Then he got a pass ball, got to second. They ended up scoring four, three runs in the inning. It's now 9-5. They lead it by four runs in the top of the seventh. And the Indians, I think, are dead. The, I think that they lost the game in the sixth inning. It was just horrible. Uh, the bunt by Knobloch. Popped up a bunt in the air 25 feet. No one caught the ball. It just landed. It was foul, but they should have caught it for an out. Instead, like two more guys got up. Jeter drove in a pair of runs. I was talking. I left off at Ryan Leaf. Rodney Pete uh, played well enough last Sunday in the win to keep his job, of course. I told you that Pete would win and did. Uh, he completed just 15 passes and only 121 yards. But the fact is he had the 19-yard TD run and converted two clutch third and 16 situations on uh, the winning scoring drive. And so Rodney Pete stays in. Bobby Hoying has stunk. They got to go with the guy that wins. That's just the way it is. Steve Young had his right hand and, and wrist checked out. They're fine. Preliminary x-rays and just kind of precautionary were taken after the game in New Orleans when his non-passing hand was hit by a Saints helmet. He's thrown for three TD passes and more than 300 yards in all five Niner games this year. And I'll talk about running backs in a minute. John and Roanoke on the game. Hey, man, Pharrell, um, give me a shot of anything, man. How about right. the Steelers? Justice flies out. They're booing him heavy. Hey, what about the secondary? Why didn't they make any kind of adjustments in the second half against Pickens? I mean, dude, I can't believe that they left uh, – <laughs> Dwayne Washington, let alone once in man coverage with Pickens, but twice it cost him the game. It was the worst coaching I've seen in a while. I mean, he just got used. I think that they were the two uh, logical choices for dudes that were in serious trouble. And, I mean, I just can't even believe. I mean, how many games are they going to let North Turner lose? I, I think 16. I thought that they cared about football in D.C. Not anymore. I guess not. Hey, Jerry, good, hockey season. good job tonight from uh, the MCI. All right, Pharrell. All right, later. It's just a mellow Tuesday, Jerry. I'm, I'm just kind of, you know. I hung up on him altogether. I hope that didn't upset anybody. You'll have that once in a while. He'll probably call back pissed off. 
Z's in Tallahassee on Golf 104. Hey, what's happening? How you doing, man? How are those seminal chicks? They're all right, but yeah, I got the hottest one in my bed right now. All right. My wife. Cool. My wife's hot. Cool. She wanted me to slip it in there on uh, Nationwide. But, bro, what I want to talk about is Chuck Knobloch. Does he, I mean, is he on the Indians' payroll? Yeah, I mean, you know, the bottom line is, though, uh, He's not costing them the series. As long as the Yankees get in the World Series, which they're going to do tonight, the fans are going to forget all about that. Yeah, but, I mean, even during a regular season, he had that bad attitude. You know, he wanted to sit out day game after night game. No, there wasn't. Uh, there was no uh, bad stories about Knobloch this year in New York. There was no attack. This He had a clean year. He did not produce like he did no. for the Twins. But he was uh, scoring runs, getting on base percentage, high up. And there was no, you know, Brett... And Z, I'm with you. Brett, tell him. I mean, I was in New York for 10 games, and this guy, they, he had no bad press until that uh, play at first base. This is all a fabrication. There is, this is a new attack, and I think it's fading already. I think it's old news. they got to run him. I mean, they're already after justice. They don't care about Knobloch. He's grinning. Grind, grinds a double play. He's grinning. No, I can't help you. You don't like him, so crucify him. Anyway, the Yankees are going to win. That's all there is to it. It's 9-5 to five in the eighth. The Dallas Stars are up 2-1 to one on the Blackhawks. And Toronto's up 2-1 to one on the Edmonton Oilers. The Yankees are five outs away from clinching and going to the World Series. Well, let's uh, talk to Thomas in New Orleans. Hey, Burrell, send me two hookers so I can get over the pain of the Redskins being 0-6. And about to go to 0-7 when they get sodomized by the Vikings this weekend. <laughs> At the Metrodome in Minneapolis. Sodomy. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's like North Turner's going to play Gus Farrat. I mean, that's not going to help. I, mean, I, think, I think they have to go out and get Kerry Collins or something like that. Can you believe that dude still has his gig? Who, who Gus Farrat? No, I mean, I'm glad Gus Farrat got his gig back. I think he got uh, screwed. Bad decision. I think North Turner's uh, so desperate to win. He's tried all kinds of weird stuff. And... I mean, I'm talking about for five years now, bro. How long are they going to leave him in there? I know. I mean, especially the year they were a 7-1. It just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. I mean, I think he just needs to, uh, you know, get fired or something like that and go, go back to Dallas or whatever, be, being a uh, quarterback coach or whatever he was. I mean, I, it's not like I don't think um, Norv Turner will be coaching. Yeah, I think he'll get a gig easily. But it seems I, like everybody else, I mean, once they get fired, just uh, resurface somewhere else. Right, but it's just, like, uh, it just, just like June Jones. But it hasn't worked. For Norv Turner, it just hasn't worked. I mean, there's no other way around it. What, what do you need to know? Uh, despite his efforts, the record speaks for itself. This is his fifth year, correct? They have not gone to the playoffs. They've been a loser every year. It's like the closest they came was in uh, I think '96 when they were seven and one. That's the closest they ever came to making the playoffs. They bunked that year too. They lost like a, a bunch of games in the end of the year. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back with you, dude. Just chill out. The Yankees are coasting for David Cohn. Let's go to uh, Thomas again in New Orleans. Now, there's a dude here. Uh, which dude's a uh, uh, Rick in Roanoke wants to argue with you, Thomas? Here, we're going to get him on here. Here's Rick. Hey, real. Hey. Yeah, can you pour me a shot of that good old moonshine? All right, I got... Uh, Tom, Tom. I'm ready to get raw with the moonshine, bro. I got Thomas on here, too, with you. The guy Bring that, Thomas on. Bring him on. What's Thomas got? I'm right here, man. What's yeah, up, Thomas, I'm sick of you, man. Are you the Minnesota guy? Are you the Minnesota guy? No, I'm the uh, D.C. guy, man. Oh, I'm with you then, probably. 
I thought you was the Minnesota guy ripping my Redskins. No, he's... I'm just saying, they're going to go, they're going to go to Minnesota this weekend and get sodomized, man. Yeah, you're the one then. Let me tell you, man, I'm sick of people like you ripping. It's easy for y'all to get on the sodomize and buying wagon now. You know, let me tell you something. Minnesota has been 0-4 in Super Bowl. They've never won jack nothing, man. You guys don't got no right to talk about my Redskins right now, man. You sodomize? We're going to sodomize you all in the dome and show you what it's like to go back home with a loss, man. I'm sick of you punks. And I'm sick of you people ripping my Redskins now they're down in the dirt. Let me tell you something, Thomas. Are you going to talk about sodomize? You get sodomized in the dome. Mm. Sodomize, I mean, gonna send me two hookers. I'm going to sodomize them. <laughs> I don't blame you. I might take one of them, bro, but I'm see, talking about it, the game. He's man. all into the hooker. He wants to get in on that. But uh, I can see your passion, Rick. Uh, hey, hey, Pharrell, uh, let me tell you, Kerry Collins is a cancer, man. He's what does that cancer. have to do with the he skins? You're 0-6, dude. What are you talking about? That's cool, man. Rub it in, bro, while you can. <laughs> That's all I can say, because we will rise again. Hey, like but, I, I, but I have no bias against the Redskins. It's not my freaking problem. I it's not my fault. You know nothing. Well, cut them off, man. That's right. I mean, if you watch sports, you can't. You have to be objective, man. I mean, you can be a fan, but I mean, after a while, I'm you a fan of nothing anymore. I, I hate everybody. I hate my neighbors. Yeah, I hate everybody too. I, I hope North Turner goes home and beats up his wife or something like that, and makes his, and gives his kids a uh, hummers or something like that. That's what he does, man. He's so frustrated, he just goes Dude, home. He is just. <laughs> I thought that one call was pretty good. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Thomas is the caller of the year, man. Every year, every week, if he doesn't call me every week, I hope he gets like foot fungus that crawls up his leg and goes around the backside so he can't reach. Steven State College, PA, shake it up. Pharrell, you freak. What's up with those Penn State freaks on that campus of love? Oh man, we got a big game coming up on Saturday against Purdue. You guys will uh, beat Purdue. I mean, Purdue's not going to win in there in October. It'll be, uh, you know, miserable uh, valley. It'll be overcast probably. It'll be nasty and wet, and I hope someone gets just smacked. Hey, Pharrell, one more loss for Penn State, you think? Michigan or what? Purdue will be in that football game, though, clearly in the first half. I think they'll be there the whole way. You know, my guess is Penn State beats them in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, but Purdue is not afraid of anybody. They're big. They got a great young quarterback. They got a great system. Let's face it, Tiller wins. Yeah, what do you think about the Michigan game coming up later on in November? Think the Michigan's going to beat Penn State or what? No, I don't think Michigan's going to beat Penn State. Where is that game in uh, Ann Arbor? Yeah, it's in Ann Arbor. I think Penn State can win in Ann Arbor. But I think Michigan's tough to beat. They lure you into the uh, game like they played with Iowa. And they're just not beating up anybody. I mean, this week they play, and I, I think what the number was, what was it, uh, 15 or something like this? Yeah, that we were, 15. I mean, I just don't see them beating anybody by 15. Yeah. I mean, they, they did beat Eastern Michigan by, like, 30. Yeah, that's true. But but the, screw that. Yeah, let's talk a little Flyers real quick for them. Yeah, they looked all right. I saw them, but, you know, they're just, I don't know what it is. There's something wrong with that team. You think so? I mean, they're not going to win the heart trophy. This I, I, I'm not going to listen to that all year, dude. I I could sit here right now, Brett. Do you want to play that? Show, show them what we have to put up with with Flyer fans, and it's too long. All right, uh, Steve, do you want to hold on and, and hear something funny? Yeah, go ahead. All right, just chill out a minute. Get him a beer. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Talk about Flyers. Uh, Flyers and the Rangers. Flyers. Uh, Flyers, Rangers series. Flyers. I'll talk to him about the way the Flyers and they come in and destroy the Rangers. The Flyers. Heck, stall, man. The Flyers. 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 I wanted to talk uh, to Pharrell about the Philadelphia Flyers. I want to talk about the Flyers. 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 I'm Scott from Philly. I want to talk about the Flyers. We'd love to talk about the Flyers. I want to talk about the, the Phantoms Flyers. Talk about the Flyers. Talk about the Flyers. Yeah, how you doing? I would love to talk to that freak, Scotty. What do we talk to him about? About the Flyers and how they're going to kill the Rangers. Uh, Flyers. Uh, Flyers. Uh, Flyers. Hey, I want to talk about the Flyers. Yeah, I want to talk to Pharrell about the Flyers and how he doesn't think they're going to beat the Rangers. Yeah, the Flyers. Yeah, the Flyers. The Flyers. 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 They're the best. They're the best. Flyers. Flyers. They're great. They're great. Flyers all the way. Flyers all the way. Do you, Flyers, do you get my Flyers, idea? Yeah. All righty yeah. then. For me, uh, uh, all right Flyers, then. Flyers, 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 Flyers. I want to talk about the Flyers. That's I what I won't tolerate. I want to talk about the Flyers. I mean, I, do, I, I mentioned that word one day. Flyers. I got up on the wrong Flyers. side of the bed. I woke Flyers. up in a good mood. Flyers. I don't know what the hell happened. I said the Flyers, and all hell broke loose on the bench. We're taking a Pharrell poll for the remainder of the hour. We're going to need your involvement. We're going to need you to call 800-BENCH-29. Anderson, here is the Pharrell poll till the top of the hour. Max has a migraine. We'll vote on whether or not he stays or goes home. Should Max stay with a migraine or should Max go home to his lover with a migraine? Should he stay or should he go? 800 bench 29. We will tabulate votes and there'll be one winner at random. Like Random House. She says something about a pain somewhere, hence not at school, yes? <laughs> a rather intolerable pain in the head, brother, sir. I think it should be clear by this after lunch. <laughs> this after lunch? I will not carry for a cheetah, but for a rich cheetah, places divots. How about my luck? I couldn't golf today because of my schmool gadoo. I had to hang out with a dog, and the dog has more leverage than I do, and I had to hang out with a dog and feed the dog, walk the dog, play with the dog, and, you know, I'm trying to do business call. I got a dog barking. And then um, I had a match set up for Thursday, if you want to call them a match, like a highlight match, my golf match. And I get a call from this dude today. He says, um, they're raising the greens uh, so we can't play. I've had more rounds of golf canceled on my ass than uh, foul weather in the East Coast. Mm, 
loving way too young. Yeah, whoa, your love, uh, your love is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Bills in Omaha. Am I doing everything according to the garp? We're all right. Anyway, Bill. Pharrell. What's shaking? Well, I, I had this, you know, I wanted you to come back on Todd and Tyler, and I had this hockey deal, but now I want to do the Pharrell poll for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see. Uh, Anderson, are you doing a, uh, one of those, like, checklist accounting votes? Um, what do you vote, Bill? Well, are you kidding? A migraine, a legitimate excuse to leave work, go home, take some coating and a cold washcloth on your head. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Max, you're, that's one. Uh, Anderson, check that off. We've got a uh, go home vote, stay or go, and at nine we'll have an answer. It's all about voting. It's the people. The people will vote. The people, the Pharrellavidians, the 79-ounce club will have a vote. It is a Pharrell poll. Bill, you have laid down the first vote. You're like the frickin' law. Thank you. Now, I don't know anything about this trip. Max, get on there. What is this trip? I, I don't know anything about a trip to Omaha, dude. But it, it's the frickin' 13th. Bill yeah. Mazeroski hit a home run in the 60 World Series in Game 7 to beat the Yankees. They were outscored in the series. But the Pirates won the 60 World Series on this day. You got to love that. And uh, 18 days from now, you might be in Omaha. We're finding out tomorrow. Oh. Well, at least you had an answer for me. So tomorrow we're finding out about some trip. Well, yeah, I got to talk to you about it, but it's it's the Nebraska Texas game on Halloween. Is there going to be a place for us to get smashed and everything? Oh, I'm sure. Thank you very much, Bill. If we don't find a place to get smashed, can we get smashed with you? I got a new couch. It's made of denim. <laughs> I got a denim couch for El. Chicks dig denim. You'd love that. Brocious with a hot play. He's made a bunch of them tonight. Easy to Tino. Hey, bro. Oh, yeah, bro where's Burray going to end up? Where, where is that going to He's got to get out of Vancouver. I think he ends up with the Rangers. The Rangers? Yeah. That would be good. Why? Well, they need scoring. I hate the Rangers. Well, they still need scoring. They're 0-3. They've lost two home games. Anderson, does that make sense to you? Now, you said the Penguins, but the Penguins are... Not only are they broke, but the bankruptcy thing is all about getting a better lease with SMG. It has nothing to do with getting players and everything. But if they won't sign Nedved, they can't afford Pavel Bure. So I think the Rangers can definitely afford him. Think of teams that have the money to pay what he wants. And the Rangers are New York. They have the dough. It's, Neil Smith can do that deal. It's not that they don't want to pay, sign Nedved. It's that he won't play for the Penguins. And it's the same with Burry. He won't play with the Canucks. So why not just switch off? They'll be happy. Oh, trade Nedved for a Burry and then give him a new contract. But he wants more money than Nedved. That's my point. It's not about wanting to play anywhere. I know they both said they didn't want to play there, and that's fine and dandy. But now it turns into a money thing, and there's only a market or two that can afford him, and New York's the one. What's going on with hockey? I don't remember this many holdouts. I mean... This year, there's like every other name's holding out. Every time you watch a game, there's three or four guys holding out on that team. They're all trying to get rich. And, and the guy's saying, I don't want to play for this team. I don't want to play for that team. What's going on with hockey? But they're giving them the money. Everybody's getting the dough, dude. It's going to ruin the sport if it's not ruined already. Well, it's, it, you know, it's one thing to give them a ton of money, Bill. It's another thing for um, no one to watch the games. 
Okay? So here's a league that's paying its players all of a sudden a lot of money, but on average, only a couple guys on every team. I bet two or three on the whole roster make big money. The rest make real average money. But the facts remain, no one watches hockey. So, I mean, how do you get rich and pay players when all you're doing is filling arenas with 17 to 20,000 people? It just doesn't make sense. No wonder there's teams going broke. But how about the Kings? They got uh, to get rid of. Pardon me? How about the Kings? They got some young talent to get rid of. I'm sorry, Bill. Only one team at a time here on the bench. Should Max stay or should Max go? He's got a migraine in his skull. Should he stay or should he go? What do you think does his girlfriend know? We know that she's a hoe. Should Max stay or should Max go home to the hoe? I'm just... You'll be all right. What are you going to do? Are you going to swap me? Everybody's voting on whether Max should stay or go with a migraine. And there's a big party going on at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees won the AL pennant. And they're going to the World Series. 9-5 to five was the final. And Omar Vizquel grounded out to first end the game. And... Mendoza pitched three innings with one hit. That was it. He was unbelievable. Mike in Baltimore. What's up, homeboy? What's shaking, Mike? I'm glad I'm gigging with you, man. Straight up. Now, tell me, um, first vote, uh, your opinion on whether Max should stay or go. Well, first of all, I think Max should go and don't invite him back, man. Straight I think up. he should go home and and send him to some high school equivalency classes, man. Stay. He's supposed to be sending me something in the mail thinking M.A. is the abbreviation for Maryland. Asking me is M.S. the abbreviation for Maryland. What's up with him, man? Psych Max, you know I'm just playing, man. He's just a, you know he's a freak. I know he's a freak, he's man. He's limited in his skills. He's but, like, but I'm, I'm just sitting I here. know it's M.D. That was Anderson. <laughs> nah, but I'm just chilling, man. Max I'm living, is so dumb. I know, man. I'm living well like George and Weezy, though, man. But he's not as dumb as Patrick Ewing, though. I mean, how about Patrick Ewing? Uh, they get him. He's their leader, uh, the union head, and he, and he he goes up and to do the press conference, and he has to read the entire press statement. It was embarrassing. Man, I mean, he looked more nervous than a hooker in church, man. But anyway, Pharrell, getting back to this NBA thing, what, what's the deal, man? What's going to happen? Because these brothers need their money, man. They got to pay mortgages. They got to pay child support. They need their loot, man. They can't hold out for but so long. I know. I think you're right because here's what I'm hearing. They're going to, you know, they've already canceled the first couple of weeks. They're going to cancel the first month. I think they're going to play. I think it's a, a December 1st drop-dead date. They'll start up 
uh, around Christmas or right before, and they'll play a 60-game season, and the owners are going to win, but the players are, are still going to get some things that they want. Um, some of the other stuff's crazy, like the policing of the league, um, the fact that they want to take away their uh, merchandise revenue, uh, the union's merchandise revenue, like people buying Major League Baseball stuff and then they, the owners want all the money. Uh, that doesn't happen. In fact, next month the players' union is paying, you know, the players are, are getting 50000 each for merchandise and they want to take that away from them. And they have the hard cap and the bird exemption. Eventually they're going to have to give and take. But that's the date and everything. And I think that you're right, but the simple way of looking at it is wives and families are going to be coming into play at, you know, it would appear to me between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you're going to have some desperate families. I mean, they're just going to... As long as they let them smoke weed, they need to go on back and play. I believe that. Yes, that's right, man. I think that they should be able to... uh, I think... uh, Hold on a second. I think David Wells is getting the MVP of the uh, American League Championship Series. But I know this, that um, they're also, you know, they want to control the drug testing, too. And um, I think that the NBA also wants to place one individual per player's home so that they would be their 24-hour guardian, like the bodyguard. Man, you just summed it up so well. You know what I'm going to call you from now on? Gestapo. Lewis, I'm going to call you Louis Farellicon, man, because you are the radical black man. You're the man. Of the ways, dude. I love this dude. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.